Welcome back, everyone, to Dinging Corners, a baseball podcast powered by Slab Stocks. I'm your co-host, Nate, here with your co-host, Jimbo. What up, what up? How we doing? How we doing? And uh, we are doing well because we get to talk 2022 Bowman Chrome Checklist. Now, let me let me fill you in a little bit. So it's not going to be a full-fledged... We're gonna cover every prospect, yada yada yada. Today, today we're gonna we're gonna split this up a little bit, um, and cover cover some of this next week also. So today is gonna be kind of high level, and then next week is going to be more um, nitty gritty. Absolutely, and I'm and I'm working on a uh, a spreadsheet with the breakdown with a lot of this. So by next time this week. I should have that available, and we'll see how we can get that out to you guys and or to, out to everyone, and see uh, see if that helps because there are a lot of names, and it's always fun to to have a spreadsheet pulled up next to you while you're ripping it. So, with a Correct. little info on it. Correct. It's actually very helpful uh, because sometimes you just kind of even <clears throat> even guys that are in it a ton. Like I used to fill out. I haven't been able to do as much research lately, but. Um, Back when back when most of my job was just baseball research, you know, checklists and stuff. And you have to take notes because I would I have a terrible memory. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's key. It's key to have that. But let's talk. Let's talk about it because it just came out. The The checklist just came out. And um, of course, you have, you know, the big things here. And the big thing for this release, I would say, um, rookie autos. Mm hmm. Um, well, there's two big things. One is rookie autos. And so you got your Bobby Witts and your Hunter Greens and your Julio Rodriguez's and your O'Neill Cruz's and your Wanda Franco's and your Spencer Torkelson's. Um, so there's, there's huge, huge rookie autos in here. Uh, probably a, the best rookie auto checklist I have seen in forever. Yeah. I, I mean, this is, it's as good as it gets. Yeah, there's there's definitely some firepower there because I I feel like they've been holding a lot of these guys for a while, and um, I'm excited I'm excited for that because I the last couple of years we're really seeing the rookie logo on the Bowman Chrome starting to do pretty well. Like the the Tatis was really that first wave in the Vladdy, mm-hmm. so I personally like it. I don't mind it. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, hey, you get. I feel like a lot of times they're cheaper rookie autos than the Topps Chrome uh, counterpart. So, like, I'm all about that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I mean, I just like how and it's spread out where it's it's a little bit of both. It's like what you prefer. Like, for me, if, if I'm a super collector of, you know, a certain player, I want one of everything. I want a whole wave. I don't want just 100 of the Bowman first. I want to wait. Like, I want a little bit of all of it if I'm a super mm-hmm. collector player. So. Bowman, Bowman rookie, tops Chrome rookie, tops flagship parallels, whole nine yards, huh? Ginter, and don't forget Ginter. I love. Don't my forget Ginter tops heritage. Oh, Get and heritage on too. On card, yeah. I'm waiting for Ginter. Ginter 2022 is coming out here soon, or is out? It uh, this week, actually, two days ago. I was two in days Lexington. ago. Um. Oh, and I looked at the, you know, I'm I'm really big on <coughs> Ginter for the uh, the non-sport autos. Me too. Like 
I've had I've had Ginter autos of certain players, and it's nice. It's a nice way to get in cheap on like a Corbin Burns or something like that, right? I've done that before, but I'm not like gung ho about it. What I love, and you know this because we talked about the Charlie Day off air uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the the quote unquote like celebrity autos and stuff that they have, and I'm just waiting for the day that they get me a Rob McElhenney and a Glenn Howerton and a Caitlin Olson auto and Danny DeVito. So I can finish the, uh, it's always sunny set. That's they, funny. they did ask on Twitter today, what you would want, who you'd want for sports star or for non-sports star. And I was so tempted to write in, I don't usually tweet anything, but I was tempted to write in, Hey, I want all these other people so I can get the, it's always sunny Do set. It. Do it. That's what they want to hear from us. But oh, actually, I think I saw it because you you dropped a comment on it. Yep, I was like, let's get Jimmy uh, Kentucky Roadshow in it. Um, honestly, I am a like a super collector of Ginter. I don't really advertise it very much um, because I I don't know. I just love it though. Like it is something where on comp seat, like all these different. I'm constantly looking like at shows, dollar boxes. There's a really cool uh, card shop in Jacksonville where they have everything organized really well by sets. And I go in, I would say every so often and, and go through all the Ginter and get all the non-sport cards. And I just love, I have thousands and thousands of them. And I just, you're going to get the, you're going to get the hot dog this year. Oh dude, I, I, you should see how many, I probably have over, I don't know, 25,000 non-sport cards of Ginter. I just scoop them up all the time. They're fun, man, because they're fun. They it's something different, and, and a lot of times, like it's the it's the only time to get a card of a of, of, of a hot dog. Yeah, of a person of a hot of a dog. Currency. club. My it's funny. Uh, my wife loves Gordon Ramsay, and she all the time every every year when Gitter comes out, she goes, "Is Ramsay in it this year? What's the checklist?" And I'm like, "No, he's not in it." But the day that Gordon Ramsay, watch out! My wife is going to be spending all of her money on gordon ramsey cards i'm uh i'm currently looking for a cheap chip and joanna Gaines dual auto if i can find one um i don't remember to check all the time but i try to so if anybody's out there and has has uh, has one at a, at a relatively <coughs> decent price i'm not spending 650 dollars on one like there is one on ebay or there's one for 1500 dollars the red ink if anybody has one that's a more reasonable price I'm talking like under 300. Uh, let me know because I think I think I want to get that for my wife's first first card ever. Probably last card ever too, but first card also. She would That's both funny. love it and also hate it at the same time because she would think I wasted my money on it. But it well, I have amazing. Two, I have two golds of uh, of chip. Really? Yeah, not auto, but I have two golds. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I graded one, I think. And... The the tops chrome or the Allen and Ginter Chrome. Anyways, yeah. we've we've digressed hard, Sorry. but I guess 2022 Allen and Ginter just came out, so a re- you know new release. Um, but we've digressed hard from what we were going to talk about, <laughs> and that was 2022 Bowman Chrome. So the number one big thing is the rookie checklist. It's as good as it gets, and it has blue autos. And the reason I talk about that having blue autos is because if you go up to the prospect auto checklist, <clears throat> we've got black and white mini diamond. Refractor out of four ninety nine, speckle out of two ninety nine, purple out of two fifty, blue ray wave out of one fifty, 
HTA Choice out of 150, Atomic out of 100, and then, you know, the greens, yellow, golds, so on and so forth down the line. What was missing from there, Jimbo? Straight blue. They don't have a solid blue auto this year for prospect autos. What? That is... I mean, there's... Look, I love Tops. I love Tops cards. I love Bowman Chrome. They've had some wild ideas over the years, but this has to be the most wild. I cannot even imagine having a a release and getting rid of blue. I have to imagine it's like a factory problem or something. Something happened at the factory where the blue's messed up, I hope. (laughs) Because not having, like, purposely removing blues is insanity when they are one of, like, the original colors. That is true. I do love the blue. Um, I would love to hear what the reasoning, if it's if it's by design or if they just couldn't. Yeah, I I I would I would be willing to bet my yearly salary that it's a problem with the factory and not them just purposely getting rid of blue. Yeah, okay. like I refuse I refuse to believe that somebody okayed that. Oh, that's funny. But I'm sorry, I was on a total daze because I went down a rabbit hole looking up all the Braves players in here because I was like, okay, which one of these Braves guys is going to be sneaky? You are obsessed. He's obsessed. Dude, there's certain – He gets gets that little Von Grissom itch to him, and he just – he can't stop. Dude, there's there's multiple guys. Like, it's just – hey, when you have a well, you keep going back to the well until it's dry. That's what I've learned in my days. I mean, I do that with – I do that – or I, I used to do that with pitching with the Rays and the Indians and uh, Brewers and all the t- Dodgers teams that just like always p- putting out really good pitching prospects. I was all about it. Yeah. So I get that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the big thing here is missing blues. Um, but the other big thing here is that normally, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jimbo, you've opened more Bowman Chrome than I have. I feel like in years past, Bowman Chrome was the rookie checklist, not a bunch of Bowman firsts, uh, maybe second autos of guys, rookie autos, and a few Bowman firsts mixed in, but by and large, not a ton, um, and not always a huge checklist. And then this year, if reports are accurate, and I guess I could check the numbers, Chrome Prospect Autos, 111 cards. And there are a lot of Bowman firsts in there. And um, according to the uh, Sapphire autos I saw from Jackson Churio, he also has first despite having had first before. So I wonder if um, if uh, the Red Sox prospect that I can't remember his name right now, uh, Sedana Rafaela, he might have first. Who knows? Um, other guys like that. So we shall see. But uh, pretty cool that they, you know, because Bowman Chrome in the past, it's always been like the cheapest release. It's always been the most mm-hmm. disappointing release. It's always been the release that I, you know, I, I just don't really have a desire to touch. Like rookie autos are cool, but they can't carry a product. Uh, they could carry a product this year because of how good the checklist is um, <clears throat> for rookie autos. But the fact that they added in that many autos and you have that many firsts. Awesome. Yeah. And there's a lot of 17, 18 year olds in here. Yeah, I, I, I was just noticing that. Um, yeah, so like in the past, I feel like a lot of times it was majority of like the rookie logo guys. 
So like a lot of players that, you know, made their debut and, and they put them in there. And then some of the, the um, prospects that were drafted, you know, after the fifth round that have developed after a while or uh, like an international player that, that came out of nowhere, like a Francisco Alvarez back in the day. I remember he was in, uh, what was it, 2020. Um, but, yeah, you're right. Like it's usually not as, as star-studded uh, prospect-wise. Mm-hmm. But I think also with – I know there was a lot of, you know, obviously with the COVID years kind of little things were backed up, screwed up. The, the process was off a little bit. Um, and I think now they're, they're finally like this is where they're like, oh, let's put a lot, of, a lot of players in. Let's get caught up. And then after this year, you know, who knows what will happen. But I'm loving it. I'm loving the, the huge checklist with all these names because give me more the merrier. I, I want to be the one where – we can find certain players super early on and not have to wait till everyone knows about them. Yeah. Yeah. Well now, nowadays it's like the problem is at least for me, it's like before when it was early on and you could get these guys for 10 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I of a kid that not really anybody knows for 10 bucks, call it a day. Now it's like <clears throat> these people, people know more and more about them. And they're like, all right, uh, Leonardo Balcazar is going to come out at 50 bucks a card. And it's like, uh, do I really want to spend $50 on this guy? I don't know. Tough scene, that type of stuff. Yeah, it makes it fun, though. It makes people, I don't know, really, you know, do it make them have to do the research to to invest in certain players like back in the day. Like you said, like you can get them for you used to be able to get them five, ten dollars for really any Bowman Chrome first auto now. And, you know, you, the, the, the strategy was just to buy them all and use it kind of like a, like a mutual fund, but now mm-hmm. you got to be more selective, which is, I don't know. I like that. I, I personally like that. I mean, I like both, both sides, They're, no matter what, as long as I'm getting Bowman product in, in the market, I'm loving it. Ayo. And, and, and for, for me too, like, okay, instead of buying five of one guy, I buy one. Well, you know, it should go up from $50, right? You know, maybe, maybe before when you were buying one for 10 bucks, you were hoping it goes up to 20 by the end of the season, next season. Like, that would be a huge win for you. Um, and now you buy one at 50, you're just hoping it goes up to 100. Same mm-hmm. amount of money, a little bit less work. Yeah. Um, but I know we'll we'll probably go through this more later on. But another thing that I love that they're doing is, you know how there's some players that, that had their Bowman Chrome first release and then, you know, they didn't have autos. It was just base. Mm-hmm. I'm lo- I'm kind of loving that. Like, hey, give us a little taste of that. And then, you know, in a later product, throw in their autos Bowman first. As long as you're putting the Bowman first auto, <clears throat> I think, you know, and they have a Bowman first auto and a Bowman first Chrome and not like take one or the other. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it. I'm kind of I like the spreading it out. Personally. I like I like it, too. But I have a caveat. Uh-oh. Let's yeah. hear it. Uh, my caveat is that I'm a Brewers fan, and that made the non-auto Jackson Churios super, super expensive because he didn't have an auto. And if he had just had an auto right out of the gates, his non-autos would have been a lot cheaper, and I would have been much more comfortable buying a green or a blue for whatever price than $100 out of the gates. I was like, man, I can't buy that for 100 That's so expensive for a non-auto card like that. And now you look at the prices, and you're like, well, Nathan, you're an idiot. You talked about Jackson Churio forever, and you ended up with nothing. Yes, yes, I did. 
Um, but if he had had autos, you know, maybe those blues go for 40 bucks, 30 bucks. And then I'd have been like, yeah, I'll buy one of those. I'll buy two of those. I'll buy three of those, whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so I like it, but, uh, my caveat is if you're a fan of a team and said player blows up and goes from your eighth ranked team prospect to the number two prospect overall in baseball, uh, it's a tough scene for you when you don't end up with that guy. I will say, though, you were all about him even before the release. And you were like, hey, I'm excited to go after him. You know, and this was before really he took off, like in the mm-hmm. market. Like people weren't, you know, people knew of him when when Bowman prospects came out. But then it just took off. But if you would have just trusted your gut and sometimes buying on release day, if you really believe on certain players, hey, you can you can do well on it if, if you get them early, like where they're not hyped up. Yep. I missed my I missed the boat. And I was only hyped on him because I happened to see one little tweet, which Twitter <laughs> might go away. One little tweet about his exit velocities in a game and home runs as an 18 year old. And I said, that's enough for me. I'll take a chance on that all day. But by the time his cards had come out, you know, if his cards were out right then, I'd have been rich. But yeah. they weren't. But here so. but here's the thing though. With them putting in so many uh, of these young kids super early on, it gives us that opportunity to get them. Next year, yes. Yeah, like that's what I love, like super, super early. Like I love how there's a giant list, and I don't really know a lot of these names. I love that. Yeah, a lot of these kids are going to get their cards. Bowman Draft is going to come out. People are going to forget about these kids. And then sometime next March, April, you're going to start seeing if Twitter's still around, cross your fingers, um, you're going to start seeing little, little segments about this guy or that guy. And it's, he's going to be cheap because people are going to have forgotten about him and maybe not the top, you know, maybe not the Roderick Arias's, right? But, but other guys mm-hmm. that are cheap that people forget about because Bowman draft has come out top scrum updates come out, you know, all that stuff. I'm uh, I'm curious as to see what kind of damage can be done there. I, I, I wish Jackson Churio would come out. I am curious too. What do you, what do you think his prices are going to be autos? I I really don't. I don't know. There it's going to be, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. Like, Uh let me follow that question up with, all right, if his autos are a lot, what do you think his brother Jason's autos are going to be at? Oh, I don't know. I think I don't know much about him, and he's in, and he's on Cleveland. So I don't know. I, a but you've seen, you've seen Luis Angel Acuna and Brian Acuna auto cards, how much they've gone for, right? Yeah. Twins in Texas, and just because they're related to Ronald – uh, or brothers with Ronald, it's like I've never, you know, we've never had this before. We've never had two brothers getting cards in the same release. I don't yeah, think yeah. at least at least two brothers where one is, you know, in the Dominican Summer League and one is um, the number two prospect in baseball. It's like it's crazy, and it's and J- Jason has been uh, he has been good here. Let me uh, let me grab his stats yeah. real quick for you. I just um, pulled it up because I, I didn't. I've never looked up his stats before. He is a interesting young player in Cleveland. They that's another team. They find they just find talent. Yeah, dude. 
Look, I know it's the DSO. And he doesn't have as much power as his brother. You know, he's hitting one home run in the DSL in 40 games when his brother, who's a year older than him, um, not even a year older than him. I don't even think a year and two months older, I believe a year and two months older and his brother's hitting, you know, bombs. So it's like, maybe he doesn't have the, that power in him, but I will always, I will always take a chance on a dude who's running a 23% walk rate and a 12 and a half percent strikeout rate. Yeah. I mean, it could be his approach. I mean, he's a, he's six one. So, I mean, and he's 17, so he might just be his approach and um, like, he hasn't built his frame yet, Yeah, but it looks like he's more of a, like he has 20, he has a 22.9 walk rate. And, and I know I'm going really deep in the analyzing stuff. Um, but also there's a lot of times in those leagues when these, when these kids know each other, they know how to pitch around like, Oh, don't pitch this kid, you know, yeah. where sometimes they don't get anything to hit because it's there's such an outlier compared to the rest of the competition on like in the lineup. Yeah. And I mean if they don't get anything to hit and he's not pressing I like it. Yeah. You know a lot of these guys press 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 got to get a hit. Got to got to start making contact, driving in runs, you know, get extra bases. Yeah. He doesn't feel that way. He also almost had as many stolen bases as he did um oh, yeah. strikeouts. 22 strikeouts, 14 stolen bases. So he's got a little bit of speed too, 14 and 40 games. Um, we'll see what happens there with, with like power and everything, but I am I am curious there too. If if Jackson Churio is too expensive, I'll buy my one base auto, uh, as I like to do for Brewers prospects, and then maybe I'll switch gears to Jason and see if I can capture lightning in a bottle. Or or if he has non-auto. Um, non-auto uh, cards. I would be curious there too. Yeah, and I don't. I don't know. I should. I should look. Yeah, Jason Churio, BCP one seventy four. So he does have non-autos. Ooh. Okay. So he'll have both. So that's nice. Yeah. And yeah, you know the good. Guardians. I mean, yeah, the prices aren't amazing, but like, they just get the most out of like every player they have. Yeah. Or they trade yeah. him away. Shout out um, Nolan Jones. Yeah. Which I was never a believer in him. Too many strikeouts for me. But no, I agree. I agree. They do. They find. They find some nice. Dude, there are some names in here. I cannot wait to start digging into this even more. Yeah. Um. Oh, I was going to give a little taster. A little taster. I'm not going to dive deep into any of these names. But um, <clears throat> you've got the rookies. You've got the guys that we already know of that haven't had autos yet. Brady House, Sedena Rafaela, if that's how you say his name, and Jackson Churio and Jackson Merrill mm-hmm. um, for the uh, for the Padres. So you've got all those guys. Um, and then there's a couple guys also that you should just keep your eye on. Um, Roderick Aria, Ar- Arias, mm-hmm. uh, Yankees number one overall prospect from this past year's signing period. Um, you also have the number two overall uh, prospect from the Nationals from the signing period, Vaquero. Uh, it's oh, yeah. Cri- Christian, I think. It's not Christian because it's C-R-I-S-T-H-I-A-N. So, like, Christian, 
Um, Vaquero was the number two overall international prospect from the Nationals, and he uh, he didn't have like the best numbers per se, but interesting. He had a he had a two fifty six average, three seventy nine base, three forty one slugging in the DSL as a 17 year old Roderick had a 194 average 379 on base 370 slugging again not the best showing um in the DSL and a 33% strikeout rate which is alarming but again number one prospect so it, it's always interesting no matter what um and a couple other guys that are somewhat interesting I brought up uh Leonardo Balcazar before um he just he he just he played really well. So he got called up to the complex league as an 18 year old, and I know it's the complex league, but he hit 322, 411 on base, 476 slugging. Um, he did have a 424 BABIP, but the year before in the DSL, he had a 536 slugging, um, 346 on base, 259 average, 291 BABIP. So like, there's something interesting there. Uh, and then one last guy, Yankeel Fernandez. Um, he's a Rockies prospect. He's already 19, going to be 20, which, you know, eh. But he's got 70 raw power, and um, I don't know. I'm always interested in 70 raw power no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. that I like that. One kid that really pumped off – or one kid that was on that was on the sheet that I know I've been looking at for a little bit is uh, Yorbit. Uh, uh vivas or what is his name with the dodgers mm-hmm. yeah yeah yorbit vivas i remember looking at his stuff last year he's an interesting one um because he will be playing in very hitter friendly ballparks the next year coming in double a um which is very intriguing to me and then also denzel clark who didn't have he was in prospects didn't have an auto but he was the kid from the a's, the a's you know, yep. college kid but he is like an actual five tool talent, you know, high ceiling. Um, but he is, uh, he's an interesting one just because of his pure talent on, but, you know, being older is not what we look for and being on the A's isn't, you know, usually the best, but what we look for either. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, as a player, I get excited for a kid like that. And then Jackson Merrill, dude, that kid's just been going off. Oh yeah. He's very, he's very good. He's going to be very expensive also though. So it's like, yeah. Uh... Um, yeah. Oh, also one last one last name, real quick here, uh, Jar Jarlin Susanna. Mm, um, yeah. he was in the uh, he was in the trade to the Nationals from the Padres. This dude has a projected seventy fastball, sixty slider, and he's in here as the eighteen year old six six pitcher. Look, I don't really trust the Nationals to develop kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but like 70, 70 fastball, sixty slider. 18 years old, big body, 6'6", 235. That's enough. That's enough to pique my interest for sure. And I think that's the type of guy that might be pretty cheap because he's a pitcher and all that stuff. So if you're looking to get into a guy cheap, uh, probably Yarlin, honestly. Jay's probably silent, but uh, Susanna. Yeah, Susanna. I've seen some of his, his tape. He is electric. He's got some nasty stuff. But I, I, you know, I, I digress. I said this was going to be a high-level thing. I don't want to get too deep into <laughs> any of these prospects. We'll get into that next week. Sounds good. Dude, I, they, I, I'm excited because I, I'm just looking through these some of these names, and I've been pulling up their fan graphs. 
And there are some sneaky ones in here already that I'm seeing just from the um, just running through it real quick. <laughs> so mm-hmm. This will be fun. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a great time. Almost has me wanting to get into some breaks. I can't even Ooh. imagine how much the Brewers are going to be, though. Oh, yeah, dude, they're going to be. Yeah, I don't know what the price point on these will be. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see. I saw I pre-sale 275 a hobby box, two auto hobby box on eBay. We'll see if that's okay. high, low. I don't know. Yeah, that seems about probably about right where it should be with with some of these names in it. Yeah. Well, um, not wanting to go too deep into the uh, into the players, I think maybe maybe uh, that that is uh, the end of the line for us today. Just a high level review of the of the set. Um, yeah. Any any other thoughts on it before we uh, close out here, Jimbo? Yeah, I'm. Re- it's really tough for me not to start rattling some names off because I just found a couple that I love. But at, but I, I I will not do that. Um, Proud of you. Thank you. And if there's anything, one thing that uh, is interesting is get some of your cards ready if you're looking to sell baseball with uh, free agents. Anytime there's a big signing or or you know players switching to new teams usually their cards will have a little movement and if there are certain players that you're trying to move and they are in that category have them listed have them listed by now you uh can make some money doing that so wanted to bring that up yes sir yes sir you can definitely make some money and sometimes it takes a little bit sometimes it you know might might take a little bit longer than you expect to get that offer in but you always get those offers somebody's always willing to try to pry it from you um <laughs> all right. Uh that is all we have today. I am excited for this release. I don't know if I'll end up buying a box, but I might try to get into some breaks or at least buy singles um for sure. See if I can get them graded. We we shall see. That yes. being said, that is all the time we got today. So uh Jimbo, thank you for being yep. here. Absolutely. Thank you for having me and um hopefully everyone have a safe weekend and Stay warm. It's freezing here in Ohio right now. My goodness. It's freezing here in Spokane, too. And uh, to everyone that is listening today, thank you for listening to today's Ding Corners. And uh, be expecting a prospect checklist breakdown next week. See you, everyone. Deuces.